everything's real, everything's real, everything's real in the field. Yo, yo. Yo. My check, my check. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Special guest, special guest in the field. Hey, you know what it is. Could be standing in a field. Could be standing in a field and he still ain't in the field. My guy, my brother. Tyler my guy, my guy. Brother Tyler Jones, ladies and gentlemen, Akron Zone. Again, Tyler Jones is in the building. Hold on, let me get him. There we go, there we go, there we go, there we go. Appreciation, appreciation. How you feeling, Brody? I'm all right. I can't complain, bro. What's going on? That's what's up. That's what's up. Me neither, man. Me neither. On a nice little break um, before I got to clock back into the gym. Um, yeah, I know what that be like. Right, right, right. You know what it is, man. How's the fam? Every everybody doing with the coronavirus and everything like that, man. Everybody stay stay clear of the virus. Everybody, uh, everybody been doing. Yeah, everybody been doing pretty well. Uh, you know, it's been uh kind of up and down, but as far as the, the 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 immediate close household family, we've been doing all good. Obviously, you know, it's it's been a challenging uh, challenging time all over across the world, so. Um, just trying to keep everybody in good spirits and, uh, you know, just, just keep everything on the up and up, trying to stay safe. But, uh, it's been going good, bro. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. And, um, that's good to hear kind of same, same here. You know, we in uncharted waters, uncharted territory mm-hmm. with, with this kind of pandemic, you know, us experiencing this. And I find it kind of crazy, man. You've been, um, seeing a lot of like TV shows and movies and stuff pop up on Netflix, alluding to. You know, or not even just on that, or just anywhere, right? Kind of what we in now, right? Yeah. Right. It's almost like we living in the movie. Crazy man, yeah, it's super nuts, man. But uh, like I said, man, here, you know, in the field podcast, I'm sure you're probably familiar with the premise of the show, um, of the podcast, and that's you know talking music and sports, but also giving a platform to 
to fellow athletes and just speaking on and opening up on their transition um, outside of sports or even if they are still involved in sports, just that transition from not being an athlete, actually playing it, but making an impact behind the scenes and doing other things um, that, you know, we don't really get a lot of credit for it because, you know, we got that stigma attached to us that we can only do one thing. And that is, you know, play the game of football, play whatever sport it is to play. But yeah, we're, we're, we're more than that, man. We're more than that. So um, like I said, honored and, and pleased to have you on the show. So just willing to uh, listen and hear your story, man. So just take me back to that time of, you know, when you first was football, the first sport for you. If so, you know, take me back to that time of, you know, when you first got that ball in your hand. Before I even go down that road, uh, you know, you, you threw a lot at me and definitely the, the yeah, podcast. Yeah. No, you know you good, bro. You know, I've been telling you, man, I, I'm, I'm uh, intrigued by the podcast. Uh, I think you're doing dope things, dope vibes. And uh, like you said, giving a platform where, you know, where it's not common for us to sit down and kind of talk and be able to, to unwind and just talk about, you know, a lot of different things going on. But um, further than that, you know, just the things that kind of interest us, too. So. Um, but for me, um, I can't say that football was actually the first battle was actually my first sport. Um, and, uh, obviously with me, yeah, basketball, obviously with me, um, kind of growing up in where basketball has become prevalent, um, you know, bigger and bigger, what of course with just, you know, being a home of LeBron James. So <laughs> basketball was definitely my first original sport. Um. But even before we go into basketball, man, I was a big baseball guy. Like, uh, I was huge with baseball. Um, I could probably say being younger and watching players like Kenny Law, um, Ken Griffey Jr., like seeing those guys really propel in a sport where, you know, you didn't necessarily see a lot of a lot of African-Americans making it on that platform. Um, so it was something different. It was something I ran with. Um, but obviously, you know, by the time I came to about eight or nine years old, um, it came out where it was like, uh, AAU basketball season ran in, it conflicted with baseball season. So it was time for me to make that, that choice. Um, <clears throat> so that's when I, you know, I kind of dropped baseball. I kind of picked up with the basketball and the football on a full-time basis. Um, but it's ironic. The AAU interfering with the baseball was interfering with the basketball. That's when you start to go full time with that. Yeah, um, and, and you know, at that point, that was something that was I, I didn't realize it then. But you know, that was something that was big in my life. Like you know, I ain't gonna say it was detrimental, but I was a baseball guy. Like being here in the age that I am now, I really realized how much I loved baseball. Just being able to do something that. You know, not a lot of us did, um, you know, because, you know, a lot of it was you play basketball, you play football, you know, and baseball was kind of like that third wheel. So um, that that's kind of where I where I stand on, on, on the baseball thing. But, um, you know, I don't look back on, on anything I did. But, you know, obviously at that time, like I said, I was one of the younger kids in my class. So um, a lot of my friends had already started playing ball already. Um, so I was kind of a year behind. And, um that kind of, you know, altered my standpoint on um, where you want to take this thing. Um, because, like I said, obviously, the guys that were in my grade were older than me, so they were playing above me. Um, so it really gave me time to kind of um, pass out, you know, the guys that you're going to be with are older than you. And, you know, they're, like, they're excelling at this level that's higher than you. So 
um, I think that kind of gave me the grit at a younger age to really sit down and be like, okay, if I want to hang with these guys, like I got to be able to walk the walk and kind of talk the talk. Um, so I think that's kind of what gave me that, that, that edgy background. Um, and, you know, it made me, you know, that made me into the gritter that I became, you know, as, you know, me and you got cool at, at, at Tiffin and whatnot. And, you know, me and you bounce ideas and uh, characteristics off each other for a long time, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, it was definitely like sitting back and being able to to go back on those things, man. Just staying and, you know, learning those little gems taught me a lot. Right. So in being that, because I know your dad was heavily, shout out to Pops. I know he was real influential um, in you and definitely heavily involved in your life. And um, so how was he at this time? Like, was he like we sticking with one sport? Like, what was his sport? Like, was you trying to do something that he did or was he trying to make you play a sport that he played when he was growing up? So um, my dad, like you said, shout out to Pops. My dad was a was a big basketball player. He was a big football player, too. Um, I would probably say football more than basketball. Um, but you know, my dad just stayed on me. You know, I, I think that was the biggest thing. It was never a, it was never a, I want you to follow and do this like I did. It was more of a, you know, you, you you're gonna make your own decisions, but you know, I'm gonna be here to kind of walk you through and and you know, kind of guide you um through the things that you may not know. And I think that was the, the biggest thing from my dad, kind of being that. Um, my mom too, though. Honestly, right. you know. Oh yeah, facts, facts. You know, because in all honesty, man, they, <laughs> hey, ain't nobody gonna tell you the real like your parents will. You know what I'm saying? So, it was those, it was those conversations early. You know, sitting down talking with my dad and him really telling. Wait, she's messing up my signal. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, so where were we? Yeah, you so you yeah, you said nobody give it to you like the, your parents, they uh like I said, definitely let you know um the real they're not gonna sugarcoat anything. Um and I've experienced that. Like I said, I've um I've been to the I've been to the crib. Um I remember that that was what our sophomore year. Yeah. When I came there. Stayed when you came down to the Ohio? Yeah, stay stay the yeah, yeah. stay yeah, the yeah, that was cool, man. That was cool. So this touch on and speaking a little bit about um, like your your upbringing and um, you know like how that playing those multiple sports at a young age, like how you had to be disciplined to you know to be able to do that. Um, you know it it takes a lot. Um, you know I I think even still looking back on it now, like I tell myself, there's no way I can go out there and and, and give myself an AAU tournament weekend. Like there's no way. My body just won't allow it. So um, it definitely takes discipline, um, taking care of your body. But um, at a young age, you know, you can get caught up in so many other things, you know, because, you know, that's just the time frame that you're in. You know, it's you can be influenced by your friends. Um, you can be influenced by the things you see on TV. But I think the biggest thing for me was being rooted, like you said, within family and really knowing that, um, you know, that kind of gave me the, the insight that I needed. Um, you know, my dad was a hard worker, you know, that's what he, that's what he did. That's what he knew, you know, still to this day. Um, so, you know, it was never an, a thing of you're going to just get by like, right. that ain't even what we're doing. So, 
Um, you know, it was my dad, you know, keeping that pressure on me. Um, my mom keeping that pressure on me, letting me know, you know, hey, it's it's a million Tylers in the world. You know, it's a million people that can do what you do. What makes you different? What makes you stand out? Um, and I think being able to kind of grasp that at an early age and, you know, being told it all the time, it's like that repetition in practice, you know what I'm saying? Like constantly, if you get, if you continuously get told something, or if you continuously keep doing something, obviously it's going to become part of your routine. So, right. um, and I think that, you know, like you said, the upbringing that empowered me, that made me confident within myself to be able to, you know, make those approaches or take those steps or those advances and not be worried about the outcome. Mm-hmm. So being that um, basketball was that first sport for you and, you know, you growing up in the area of um, the, the greatest basketball player, the King, one of my, my favorite player, LeBron James. Um, Shout out my boy, nine. LBJ. Um, <laughs> what, what was that like, man, growing up? Because I'm, I'm saying it's growing up seeing that because that was the height of it. Because, um, well, yeah, you we not this, you a year younger than me, right? Yeah, I'm a year younger, yeah. So, but even still, right, you seen, you was in the height of it growing up. So I'm imagining that that made everybody want to pick up the rock, man, and go to the gym. So just explain that, man, growing up, witnessing it that. Was, it was crazy, man. And, and like, even you saying that, it kind of like made me get a little, you know what I'm saying? Right. You get those little chills sometimes because it's nuts. You didn't, you didn't live it like you didn't seen it. So it's, it's mm-hmm. different, man. But man, like, I remember games where my dad was working security, like, you know, where he was driving the team bus out of, you know, playing down to Akron U, where they didn't canceled the game Thursday and moved it all the way to Akron U because they knew, you know, it was going to be too many people to hold down there at St. V. But, um, man, I've seen some great bouts. Um, and, you know, one of the greatest bouts I could still say to this day, man, is St. V. It's that St. V. book the rivalry. Um, and you know, you just you just see how it ain't it it just goes from being a regular game to like, yo, this is bigger than that. Right, because in a documentary, they touched on that. The inner city, they wanted them to go to Bookthu, but uh-huh. Drew got out Drew, you know, he was he wasn't tall enough, he wasn't big enough, and they weren't showing him no love. So they decided and to they, go. So that's I'm saying cause and you went to Book. Yeah, right. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so you know, it's so it it like you like we talk about it, it hit home, you know what I'm saying? It, it's so surreal because you know that's this is actually things that I saw, you know, growing up. Um so of course, you know, that that puts added added perspective into um knowing where you come from. Um, you know, there's an there's another school that's not talked about in the city, but Central Howard. Okay. Why why Central Howard and Bookto have amazing bouts, right? Where it's like, yo. When I grow up, I want to be a part of this. Like, this is something I want to be a part of. And I think that's big, um, number one, not only for community, but two, for culture, man. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I can go up to Bookville High School right now. There is There are five bricks there. My mother has a brick. My father has a brick. My oldest sister, who has passed away, God rest her soul, rest in peace, Ebony, has a brick. Absolutely. You know, I got a brick, and my other sister has a brick. So to be able to say like, you know, there's a family legacy here is hold like- on, Hold on, hold on, one second, one second. Gotta show love, gotta show love. 
man, you know. That's that's super, super, super dope, man. So, uh, you know, and just like little stuff like that, even going up to Bookton and still like being able to kind of look and see those bricks and, you know, like, it's like, man, like this is a part of your legacy. Like you, you left this here. You, you came here, you, you gave everything you had. And, um, you know, obviously it put me into a place where I am today, you know, and I can say, um, you know, every situation hasn't been the greatest, but you, you take what you can out of each situation and you, you apply it to making yourself better. So, um, you know, that's the biggest thing with me. And, you know, I can say that everything that, I have gone through coming up to this point, you know, has molded me into the person I am today. Right. That's dope, man. And love to hear it. And I'm, like I said, can imagine that like I said, witness that and growing up, seeing all of that influenced you heavily. Um, what was one, one memory that you can, you can think of that stands out to you about your, uh, your first basketball game? Oh man, just don't matter. Period. This basketball game. No, yeah, your your no your your first basketball game. If you can remember your first basketball game, like what 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 stands out to you about the first time you played in a, played in a game? Ooh we yeah we going back to tiny tot days. We are gonna take it back to tiny tot days. Yeah, little if, home. Yeah, if you man. can. Yeah, if you can. And if not, then just give me like a memorable time of your childhood playing basketball. If you can't give me that first one, little tight when the rim. It's super, super low. Yeah, I'm, you grow. No, that's where I'm going. Right, okay, that's where bet. I'm going. Bet, bet. Uh, it's for sure, man. Um, obviously, knowing that, you know, not knowing then that practice really makes, you know, practice is what makes you. You know, you go hard in practice. But, man, the games, um, I remember specifically, I would play with these two yellow wristbands right on my arm, right here, right here play with them wristbands faithfully every game day. Um, I specifically remember one game I didn't have them, and I couldn't do nothing. Hey, mom <laughs> need, needed to go get those wristbands. wristbands. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> my man said, I need the wristbands. Man, what? That's my Super Bowl. I, <laughs> I had the old school, old Navy joints on, too. That's yeah, that's my superpower. For sure. <laughs> you know, but not knowing as a kid, like, yo, them wristbands ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Right. right. Nothing at all. Nothing at all, man. Um, and then going so like when when did that basketball, football, like when you start playing both of those, when did that take place? Is that when you was a kid as well, like tiny tie days also, or was that more so yeah. We um so my father ain't mean to cut you off, but um down here, down here you can't even you can't play any football um, until you're eight years old. So we we did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could play. You know, literally. Well, I mean, like, flag like, and, like yeah, yeah, but no contact. Yeah, yeah no, no, no contact until you eight. So, um, like I said, a lot of them were older than me. Um, starting off that first year, so I was kind of a year behind. But uh, right around the right around the age of about eight is when both of those two sports just kind of took off for me. Um, obviously. AAU basketball was at a at a bigger stage at that point. So, you know, traveling for basketball was what it was. But um, for me, I always knew, like, all right, I know July through October, November, hey, we're in prime time football season. So that's what it was. And, um, 
you know, actually playing a position that I did um, when I was playing peewee football, the quarterback, um, I took a lot of pride in that. I think that obviously makes me how I am today. And people tell me, you know, you have that type, you have that quality. Um, but man, I've, I've always taken a lot of things um, in perspective of being the quarterback. Like, um, you know, everything starts with him. The ball's in his play, the ball's in his hands every play. So, you know, like sometimes having to um, put my personal feelings to the side or putting what I feel to the side for what's better or greater for the greater outcome right. um, sometimes is, is, is more satisfying than having that personal gratification. Um, and, you know, I, there's so many things for me to base that off of. Um, but it's funny because the thing that's, I would say is most pivotal in my life um, coming out of my eighth grade year, Bukta was still like very, very prevalent. And uh, they, they ended up losing a coach coming into my freshman year. And uh, I think this was what made it so uh, conscious for me when I got to college was because my first year of high school, we were terrible. We were two and eight. Two and eight. You went oh like, and <laughs> Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, from that two and eight year, we gradually got better to the point where, you know, my senior year, we made it to the state championship. And, you know, like, when you can, when you can go back and really pull out gems about, you know, throughout that four-year tenure, it's like, you know, you started from the bottom of the barrel where nobody expected you to do anything. Everybody wrote you off and you was done. Man, what I dev- I had that happen to me when I left from playing, um, it was called the PAL League, the Police Athletic League um, that our football team was. So when I left that league, which was my seventh grade year, and went to the middle school, this when I moved out of Detroit and we moved out to the Burbs, and I played for my middle school, my eighth grade year, that same thing happened to me. Like, oh, you you can't take it down here. You about to, like, nobody about to ever hear of you and blah, blah, blah. And it was crazy because when we played Saginaw, we played Saginaw our senior year and I scored that touchdown. It was about three or four kids that was on that team who, who pops or parents or whatever was, you know, doing all the yapping or whatever. So, you know, it was revenge season that year. But um, yeah, yeah, we go, we go get into that too. But um, but no, yeah, I can, I can imagine. You know, like I said, that definitely put a chip on your shoulder, man. And you know, you came out and probably, and probably answered that call. And I want to make a quick turn. Um, was this around the time? Because I wasn't, I never really like. I probably can remember a little bit, but um, it's not, it's not ringing to me right now. Of when your uh, your sister passed, was that going into like high school around that time, or when did that take? So that was come. That was um that was actually coming out. I was I had graduated high school. Oh, she, okay. she so that was right, you know, right yeah. in college then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. So uh and you know, even that, like, um, you know, I think that kinda was like, hey, like, yo, this is life. Right. And this is what life is. And um, that you know, you still got you still call. got calls to go answer. Right. At that I can just man awake like a wake up call or whatever, something like that at a time where like, again, like that, the timing of that, like you just grab and you about to go off to college and be by yourself, like that whole timing. And, and I'm a believer in like, like I said, everything happens for a reason and stuff like that. It's like, that's not a, co- you can say it's a coincidence, not a coincidence, whatever. God don't make mistakes, but like 
It's something mm-hmm. it's something eerie about that, man, just thinking about it. And it's even funny, you know, it's even funny that you say that because during this time, it's summer, right? It's summer before my freshman year of going into college. So I'm kind of getting ready for camp, you know, mentally don't, I don't know what to expect. But during this time, I'm in summer school. I'm actually in summer school up at uh, Kent State. And um, yeah. I, I, man, I remember the day specifically, you know, of course, of course I would. But, um, right. you know, to at this time, my sister was calling me every day, every morning throughout summer school, waking me up. Super close. Know. Super close. Super close. And me and my me and my other sister are super close too. Right. But right. um, you know, like calling me every morning, waking me up, giving me that wake up call, you know, telling me to have a good day. Um, you know, and then that final day was uh, you know, like putting it into perspective, like you said, things some things just come out weary. You know, it's just like, did she know or did she did she have a, a clue or was she kinda conscious of you know, was she eerie about something? So, um, you know, it definitely, it takes a toll on you. But like I said, um, I think that kind of woke me up to, you know, saying, yo, it's still life. There's still calls to be answered. And, you know, it, it put that extra chip on my shoulder that I needed, bro, for real. Facts, man. Facts, man. Well, rest in peace, definitely. Man. Rest in peace. You know, I, um, you know, I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah. you know, I had a lot of, I had a lot of guys when I got to school who was, you know, who was who was there for me, and you know, they always looked out for me in a in a, in a way that I can't repay. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to know that because you said that going into your freshman year, and that was like when I just got there, so I'm just transferring, and it's crazy because like I would have ne- you would have never known. Like you just you had like you was just like. Like I said, you would have never known that somebody would have suffered a loss that big, uh-huh. that close. You know, and like. Like I said, you you definitely had the the, the uh, poker face on, man. Again, because like I said, I definitely, I you could not tell, man. That's crazy. Hey, it's, hey, it's so funny though because um, I remember, man. I remember that year specifically, freshman year. It's like you stepping out of high school, and I I come to Tiffany, and I got on this green, I got on this gold, and it's like I know I'm going back to putting on black and white, like I used to be in high school. Like, I know I'm going back to putting on some book to gear. And, uh, like, I just remember, I remember all the guys that was there, man. And I don't think you came, I don't think you was there the first day of camp. Okay. We don't want to fast forward too fast. We're going to get there. I want to backtrack a little bit. I'm backtrack a little bit. No, but I wasn't there. I probably got there, like, the first, like, the second week, I think. Something like okay, that. I, okay. But, um. Okay. Um, but like I said, so you said you're um, probably eight, eight years old, nine years old. You're starting to play both sports and um, you're starting to realize um, the potential once you start to get in high school, your freshman year and things like that. So um, you said your first year you guys were wasn't that good. Um, how was the team, you know, going into your second year or what can you tell me about, you know, once you start to really see the confidence and everything else developed, not only in yourself, but the team? Um, I think within that second year, and, and don't get me wrong, like that first year I got there, had that previous coach probably been there, that team was a, was a state championship team, if not arguable. But, you know, it's hard to um, – it's hard to get that personality trait in there once you, you know, you got a new coach coming in because you got so many, so many guys. But um, 
moving from my freshman year to my sophomore year, um, it just, it was a little different, right? Each year got a little bit different. Um, but going into my sophomore year, we had different coaches around. Um, the morale of the team was different. Um, you know, I think at that point, a couple of like more people had bought into what was going on in the system. Um, from that year, from two and eight to five and five was, you know, that senior class was good, but we still wasn't all the way there. Right. Um, to my, my junior year, moving into my junior year now, you know, Hey, we the guys now, you know, we on the field, we playing with the, the class above us. They got some really good athletes. Um, we drop a couple of games. We ended up dropping three games. We go seven and three. We missed the playoffs. Your junior year. My junior year. We so go you seven only missed playoffs one time? Your, your high school? My whole four-year career. That's crazy. So we missed the playoffs by four-tenths of a point. I only made it twice. Four-tenths four, <laughs> four yeah, of a point. Yeah, it was probably on the point system. Yeah, seven and three. You got to win a certain yeah. amount of games and stuff. But, yeah, that's great. I, I wish I had four years of high school because I went to, like I said, we had moved out to Sterling Heights, the suburbs, and they schooling system was set up to where it was three junior high schools that was, uh, I think, sixth, seventh, or it might have been seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. So those three junior high schools all went to one high school starting at the 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. So okay. we had a freshman team and then the JV team, which you're on, you're a sophomore. Now, some sophomores, like I got pulled up to varsity, like the last couple of weeks, like for practice or whatever, and then dress, you know, for the games or whatever. But mm-hmm. our, uh, varsity only had two years, which is crazy. But Yeah, that's big. That's, but even then, you know, you like being a coach now, you look, you look back at that and you go to developmental years, right? Because yeah. each year, mm-hmm. each year the game gets faster. From and cra- and, my, and my, fir- and my first year playing receiver was my sophomore year. So I'm on JV, which really I should have mm-hmm. been on varsity. So like, that's what I'm saying. Just the matter, like if that was my first year playing receiver, at Var- like, I don't know. And looking back at my film, nah, boy, my curls was, uh, oh, yo, trash. You said, got that's a square right there. That's yeah, what, dude? <laughs> the way we used to, man, you look back at some of y'all. If you got your old footage, man, you looked at some of y'all. Oh, of course. <laughs> but you was, court, but you was at quarterback. But yeah, but you was at quarterback. So, so yeah, so, so that played, was my. You played, so you played quarterback all four years? All the way up into my junior year. So it's really funny, man. Shout out to my guy, Steve Parker, man. But uh, <laughs> Steve Parker was the other quarterback. And, um, so, like, me and him could – we pretty much was, like, the two-headed monster. We both could do it. Um, I was a more pro-style quarterback. I'm, I want to sit in the pocket. I want the, I want the line to, to make my pocket. I want to throw. He's more of the – he can get outside the pocket. He can make – move. Uh, don't leave your feet because it's over with. He's that type of player. But, um, you know, he's that he's that nothing into the biggest play you have ever seen in your life. But – um. Like junior year, I think our line was more suitable for me. So I played, I, I started off at receiver and I went back to quarterback. Um, and then my senior year, I started off at quarterback and moved to receiver. Um, but I think our line, our senior year, we was a lot smaller. Um, we was a real zone type of zone read type of team. So it was just more suitable for him to go back to Q. Um, but uh, I still played some very important games. Um, we had the second round of the playoffs. I had to play quarterback the whole game. So there was still some games in there where, you know, 
I kind of did double duty, but um, I think like being able to do that. And I hear like, I hear coaches now talk about that guy who kind of played quarterback at high school. And he, obviously he's evolved to playing something different. Um, but like for me, you know, I wasn't, I never bragged about being the fastest. I never was the, the quickest, you know, but I think my mind is what um, gave me that advantage. You know, I was able to read coverages while I'm running routes. I was able I've to always, see where defenders are I've always, Yeah, not to cut you. I've always said you're one of the smartest players I ever played with. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I appreciate Like, I take full pride in, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, being even noticed as that because, um, like I said, man, you know, a lot of people harp or people harp on a lot of things, um, speed, height you know, ability. Um, and I think being able to think on my feet was one of the, the best abilities that I had, you know. So obviously, obviously, you know, that that played in my favor to, to see. Yep. And um, a roller coaster year or roller coaster career, four years for football. How was basketball at this time? Or when did you stop playing basketball? So I'm still playing basketball at this time. Um Right now, I'm kind of – I'm not getting washed. Um, I'm not getting washed and – I'm not getting lost in the wash, but we got a lot of guards, man. We got a lot of guards and a lot of guards that can play, um, you know. Because, yeah, some of these guys are not playing football. Probably, yeah, game. that's what I'm saying. And basketball is still probably, you know, number one because, again, like you got, you got LeBron sure. and you got the Fab Five and all of these. Yeah. For sure. So – and it was funny because somebody – I remember somebody walking up to me being in high school, and I remember them telling me, you know, hey, you know, you, you're pretty good in both sports, but football is your sport. You know, and it I, – I never really paid attention to it. It was like, ah, I ain't trying to hear that. You know, but, you know, but for somebody to actually be on the outside looking in and notice that, like, hey, I think you're – you have ability in both, but I think this is your niche. I think this is what you – this is what – you supposed to be doing um and i you know think about that now it's like hey you play football you coach football now you train the youth you train the high school kids so it's like football might have been the niche you were always supposed to do like you know what i'm saying so um but yeah so like i said you know i wasn't i, I didn't i wasn't losing ability but we had a lot of guards at this time but um so my freshman and sophomore year my freshman and sophomore year, we were solid. My junior year, we took off. Um, we had an undefeated season. We ended up going like 22-1. and one. Um, we up, Yeah, man. Undefeated season was going crazy. So let me back up a little bit. So that's junior year of football. We missed the playoffs mm-hmm. by four-tenths of a point. We go into basketball season. We obviously have this great run of basketball where we think, uh, you know, we going to win it all. Um, we got Dayton Dunbar, which was number one in the state of Ohio. We were number two at the time. They come down to Bookville. We beat Dayton Dunbar, continued through our undefeated season. We run into uh, St. V and the regional finals at Canton Fieldhouse. Um, big homie come down to the game. He had to be he in the stands, you know what I'm saying, Brian and touchdown. Obviously, this atmosphere is crazy. You know what I'm saying? This is a this is a heightened atmosphere. This is one of look, it's one of these. The it's this one of these. One of these right here, man. 
Prime time game. This is what it is, baby. <laughs> what NBA on NBC yeah. type vibes, man? You know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, we uh we handling St. V. Um, we handling St. V. I don't know what happens. Uh, shout out to Cuz Ricky Johnson, man. They they make some they make some 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 very pivotal plays down the stretch. Little Rick goes to the line, sinks two free throws, sends us into overtime. We come out in overtime. St. V whoops us eleven and two in overtime. We lose. Damn. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so so now you come out of that right. So, uh, you come oh, yeah, your junior year was just terrible there, bro. Yeah. No, you was hurt. <laughs> that's rough, man. Because I'm like, I damn, I know I'm about right? To get that's what I'm saying. Like, they can no playoff for football. Fuck, nigga, I got basketball. We good. <laughs> I know we about to get a ring in basketball, man. <laughs> Dreams man. snatched away from me. Oh, man, snatched. So now, boom. <laughs> In football next year. Oh yeah, this right. Like, you, yeah, you coming in the senior year on fight, man. You hot. This is this is it. This is what we've been talking about. Now everybody who had um so Pee Wee, what I talked about in Pee Wee, all the guys that played together. Now the guys that had ventured off and went to other places and back home now. Mm-hmm. So now they didn't came back to Bookville. So now you know this is actually our Pee Wee team or. You know, this is the team that came up all playing to get all playing together. We graduated 26, 26 or twenty eight seniors that year, so wow. pretty heavy senior class. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, pretty much all the seniors is on the field playing. We got experience. We shaking and moving. Um, so going into senior year, we handle business. Obviously, um, we we pop off week one. We beat Maslin. Um, we come, we run into a couple rough patches, but I'll say that the games that we picked up that we did win that year definitely propelled us into a spot. So senior year, we go seven and three. Now junior year, I told you we missed the playoffs at seven and three. Senior year, we get into the playoffs at seven and three with a home bid. We finished number four in our region, so we get a home playoff bid now. So from seven and three missing the playoffs junior year to seven and three getting a home playoff senior year um and uh i had one of the uh, i mean i have probably arguably one of the best high school coaches you can have um around just as a mentor and as a leader um ricky powers obviously another akron legend um, but, but um yeah um you know so he he taught us a lot even you know throughout that four-year tenure so um Going into our first game, we played Poland um, at Akron. We squeaked by 18-20. Um, you know, and from that point on, the, the ball just kind of got rolling. Um, and to walking into, you know, that state championship game, and we lose by a point. We lose 13-12. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, you know, building yourself up for this hype, but then, you know, coming so close and still having it ripped away from you. So it's like, all right, what's next now? You know, because it's easy to say, you know, now I'm done. I didn't done my four years of high school. I didn't get what I projected myself to get. So, you know, 
what's what's the point of it now? I, I haven't fulfilled the things that I said I was going to fulfill or I wanted to fulfill. Um, you know, so now I'm in that point of not knowing what's next. Basketball season, obviously, but you know, football is kind of in a balance right now. Right. I don't have too many like offers or anything like that. Um, yeah, I was. So it wasn't until I was. No, yeah, I was getting ready to ask. Like, yeah, I was getting ready to ask what was your recruiting process like. But before I before we dive into that, um, I just wanted to speak on that. You know, speaks to, I guess, that struggle, that grind, that progression of freshman year. I said you guys won that bad. Sophomore year, you start to get good. Junior year in football, you guys good. Miss playoff run, basketball undefeated season back then, and then again, like you. Could not have you could have missed it. Like I said, you could have missed it again and that been it. But going the same record seven and three, getting into the playoffs and going on another run to the states, state championship this time. We made it to states. We lost the semifinal game before states. We won on the last play of the game. And that was like it was so much controversy surrounding that. Like we was like, man, so we was still kind of I want to say riding that high, riding that wave of the last game into states because you could tell that first half, bro, we was down, I think, 21-3. Like, we was getting popped. We like, man, it can't, it can't end Ain't like no this. No way. No, nah, it can't end like this, man. We had four D1 players on the team. We breaking all kind of records. We was 24th mm-hmm. in the nation, bro. We was 24th mm-hmm. in the Like, we was lit. So, we like, nah. This we, ain't us. We can't go out like that, man. We ended up losing by 10, though, 31-21. But um, like I said, man, just to like make it there, and again, you know, like we was like, well, what's next? Like I was hurt, bro, crying. Like right. I wasn't thinking about me already having my Bowling Green offer. I didn't care. Like I was salty. We wanted that chip. We wanted to win. But and I and I think that's because that's unfamiliar territory, right? You ain't, you ain't been there yet. You don't know nothing about that. This is where I I've been here though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facts. Um, but like you said, you said you didn't have um, any offers. So you said your recruiting process was, I mean, interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, oh, of course it was interesting because, you know, you got those you, – you get the letters, right? You get those letters yeah. of the, you know, we we done done this, we done seen your film, and we looking at you. And, you know, I, I talked to him in the second week of October. It's, it's November now. I ain't heard nothing from him, you know, or, you know, you got – the schools who didn't see you at the camps, they, they, you know, they, they like what you're doing at the camps. They want to see your film. You know, you might send your film in and you don't hear nothing back. You know what I'm saying? Like that happens. Um, but I will say it was a point in time where like, uh, obviously, you know, when the college coaches I, after that season, after that, that new year kicks off, you know, and they kind of go on a, a high school tours. Um, at that point is kind of when I really kind of refocused. Um, Cause then I started seeing how how many schools had, you know, interest. Um, and you know they weren't the biggest. They weren't the biggest schools, right? You know, everybody wants to get that offer from Ohio State. Everybody wants that offer from Alabama. Everybody wants that offer from LSU. You know, USC, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you know, at that point, you know, to some players, it's it's bigger than that. Um, you know, to some players, some players, and knowing what you know now, man, it don't matter. Some players, some players want to feel wanted, right? Some players want the satisfaction of knowing that you want them on their campus, that you want them to help change their program, or you want them to come in and, um, 
be an aid to what they're trying to do. Um, so I think, you know, that's big. Um, so at this time, you know, my senses are kind of getting back heightened. Um, I'm really talking to Cal at PA at this time. Um, and I really, really liked Cal. Um, but I just think at the time when I talked um, to Cal and then I actually visited Tiffin, um, you know, it, it was something different. So like I said, I think the, the feeling of actually wanting somebody wanting you to be there was kind of different. That's what's up. And I can attest to that because that's how I felt with Bowling Green. Like they were showing me nothing but love, man. I went to one of their camps. This was off of me um, running my 40 at the Michigan camp and Central offering me on the spot based on my 40. So, you know, that got around. And, you know, all the Mac schools and stuff, you know, start calling or whatever. So, BG was they like. want to know. <laughs> right. So, BG said, well, I'm down. And at this time, I'm tired of running the 40. So, my pop's like, well, you know, what all he got to do? Like, he really, and they was like, well, we just need him to run the 40, do like a couple other drills, probably run one or two routes, and that's it. And I was like, okay, well, whatever we go. And it was like the rest of our team, though. So I had my boy Carl was there, um, Charlie, like all of the guys who was heavily recruited. Like we like six, seven deep from our high school. So we all down there. And literally, I did just that. Ran the fort, did all of that, did my one run-on-one route, ran a go route. And that was it. And I ended up, the receiver coach at the time, we was just playing catch, bro, on the sideline. Like he could care less about. So I'm like, yo, they giving me the red carpet for mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm going here. Like, of course I'm going here. So we did the whole little show. This is what I want to be about. Right. Like, we oh, we met with the coach or whatever, and we was like, yeah, we're going to think about it. But when, when we get back in the car, and we was like, man, we just loving it. And then that I think that was like a Friday or something. And then Father's Day was that Sunday. And okay. we I committed. I committed that Father's Day right before, right before my senior year. But, again, just off that feeling of, man, they want me. They love me here. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this is home, man. Yeah, everybody want to feel that. And um, you said that was Tiffin for you. And um, going into, like I said, your freshman year, stepping into something new, a college, you away from home now. Again, you're dealing with things, you know, internally with your sister and thing, losing her and things like that. What was that? What was that? Just I know we touched on it briefly earlier, but um, you know, just dive into a little bit more. Like, what was that freshman year like for you? Uh, it was um, like it was a time class. where I, yeah, it was a time where I was kind of just um, I wouldn't say going through the motions, but I was kind of just there. Um, and I think like those first couple of weeks, once we finally got into like week one, week two, and week three. Right. Um, obviously training camp was what it was. Um, you know, that was, I knew that was going to be a grit, but coming out of training camp, um, obviously, you know, I had my guy from Akron, Rennick, Rennick Dutton was still down that, there. At the time. I read it. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, having somebody that I was familiar with was cool. Um, obviously I met, you know, the guys Cobb and, you know, Needham and, and them type of guys when I was down there my freshman year. So, Having them, um, but you know, a lot of them still don't know me. They don't know my background, and I'm obviously not just openly and you know willingly telling all of that information. But um, you know, that's why I said I think it was a time where I was just kind of just there. Um, you know, I, I knew I was there for football and obviously school. But um, you know, me and my mom talk about it all the time. You know, my mom came and dropped me off, and I still remember you know my mom and dad leaving. You know, staying all the way back there and. I can't remember what hall I stayed in, but the one all the way in the back by the trip by the railroad track. Mm-hmm. 
and um, you know, standing there watching my mom and dad kind of leave, it was kind of like, you know, this is this is your new chapter. Um, and obviously, like you said, um, everything happens for a reason. So it was kind of like you got to find what's the reason, what's the purpose. Right. right. Um, so being there kind of, you know, that, that was what it was. So I, I would say I was kind of just going through the motions, obviously, um, obviously trying to focus on football. Um, it kind of made it easier, but, um, you know, after, you know, getting the short end of the stick sometimes of that football, it kind of made it even tougher. So now, you know, that's why I said in the weeks one, two and three, like, Yo, you know, yo, y'all was out traveling. I, I was lucky enough to travel that first week. I did travel to um, Malone when we came back home and played. But you know, week two and three, when I'm not traveling with our, our with our varsity squad, you know, I'm kind of just on campus. So it's like I got to get out of here. You know, um, I'm, I'm going back home. I'm visiting the team back home. Uh, I'm going to see the high school games. And um, I remember uh, I just talked to my guy the other day about this, Johnny Adams. Um, he played at Michigan State, booked the guy. But um, I remember talking to him about it, and I came back, booked the place solely. And um, he just made a he made a speech, uh, a pregame speech, and it just kind of resonated with me so much to the point where it was just like the room was empty, and he was talking directly to me. Um, and I think at that point, it kind of flipped something in my head. It was kind of like, yo, you you can't keep doing this. You you got you have to make yourself uncomfortable to actually understand what it is because if you keep coming home, that's almost like that crutch, right? Yep. You keep coming home, it's like you're using that aid. You're using that aid. You're trying to find something to pass you by where you come in Friday and you getting back up, leaving and going back to Tiffin on Monday morning, trying to zoom up there and make it there before meeting. You know, what 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 if one Monday morning you don't you don't feel like waking up and driving? You know what I'm saying? So it was that. It was the you you gotta make yourself uncomfortable. Um so I started staying. Um, you know, and it, it, it still took me a while until I started traveling. It was my freshman year I started traveling with the team again. But um it took me a while. It wasn't until like week six or seven. Um, that I started, you know, going back with the team when we were traveling and stuff. So, but like I said, those two or three weeks after it had clicked that I made myself uncomfortable, like, yo, this is what you need to do. This is what you got to do. Um, I think that propelled me, you know, to be like, all right, this is it. This is what you're not getting. And this is what, this is what needs to change. And then I, I witnessed that change firsthand because going into spring is when, we um we became roommates. I think Rennick left, and then um I came in there January right right before spring winter ball or whatever. And then because like I said, I, I I couldn't tell man because we had went. I think that was that first week, um like that first week of school of us being back or the second or whatever. It was in January for sure that we went back, and uh, we stayed at we stayed at your crib in Akron. Um, got me some um. Uh, uh, what was the name of it? I forgot already, man. Some Swensons. Yeah, yeah. Some Swensons. Yeah, man. Definitely a good Give yeah, my man some Swensons. <laughs> you already know it. Definitely a good spot. I was talking to Mitch. He said, hey, man, what is that? He said, that don't look like this franchise. I said, no, man. I, I got to get you some of this, man. Facts, man. We definitely got to get some Swensons here. And uh, <laughs> Dayton, man. But, um... 
But yeah, like I said, I I witnessed you turn it up, man. Um, that that spring, um, going into spring, um, once we have the off season workouts and things like things like that. So, um, talk to me about what that ground was like for you because again, you know, come from that was that first year, um, or the only year, the last year that we was doing our workouts in the gym, and mm-hmm. and. <laughs> We done been through We done been through struggle, man. Like I said, I feel like we not we we should get we should get like something. The school Tiffin should do something, bro. Something needs to happen, like where they just commemorate us, man, because we literally was the groundwork foundation of where that school is right now. Crazy man, he got the kiddos acting crazy. It's all good. Man, I'm trying to mute them so you know they it's trying. To, you know, I, I did invade their space so we could finish our interview. But right. hey. it's all good. But no, like I said, that they need to have something, man, to celebrate us, commemorate us, or something because we were the foundation for where that school is, where that team is, that football program is right now. For sure, for sure, we was hey man. We was in some dark – I ain't going to say dark times at Tiffin, but I remember when – Damn near shit. <laughs> I remember when that joint was a, a scrap yard. That joint was a steel yard. That's a whole sports complex now. Crazy. And a popping one. None of that. No indoor, no basketball courts, nothing, none of that. So, you know, like you said, uh, for sure, though. But – um. Yeah, man. So during this time, um, you know, I'm still I'm a firm believer. Like now I'm coming into the point of I'm starting to get it. Uh, you know, it's like, hey, you 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 bypassed these weights for so long. You need to get in the weight room. You know, like you bypassed um, your extra workouts. It's time to, you know, turn up and get those in. Uh, and I want I'm not saying bypass them like I wasn't doing them but bypass them to the point where it's like you can do more. Um, you just kind of scratching the bare minimum of what you can do. Um, so <clears throat> I couldn't stand coach Ison, man. He would keep your, keep his foot on your neck, but you know, I, I needed that at that time because you know, I was the one who, if you didn't stay on me, Hey, I'm like, I'm like, I would be in the corner with the water phone. Yeah, T.Y. was definitely not one to play the weight rule. He was bad. Hey, <laughs> I'll definitely be in the corner with the water. Y'all let me know how uh, done. Let me know when we get to core. Core and plyos. I and, I was, and, I, and, and I think, like I said, I would have, you know, helped, I guess, played a part in that because with us being roommates, like I said, that was me coming from BEG. Like, that was my grind. Like, that was my deal. Like, I'm like, man, I'm in the weight room or – if we running, I'm like I'm a runner. I'm always like we about to run. Yeah, like we about to get it in. So, um, but like I said, that that definitely, man, was something that you know we had to we we had to do something to feed off each other, man. Like I said, I learned I learned that year like real like coverages from you because like I said, you was like mm-hmm. mental mental was your deal and learning how to you know get on the fly because up until that point. Like, BG was, like, I was learning it at Bowling Green. Obviously, that was my first time, like, actually learning coverages. But me getting to Tiffin, and now I'm getting to playing time, and I'm with somebody that knows it as well, um, that really propelled me and took me off, too. And I think it, you know, I think it obviously made it different, right, where 
that first year you came in, um, you was playing, you might have started off playing Y and then they moved you to H. And then, you know, I was playing yeah. H at that time. Yep, yep. And then I, I remember that it might have been the the uh, right after that freshman year or going into our sophomore year. I remember us both having our meeting. And I remember I got you know, moved to H because Darion left. That's what it was. Yep. And I remember having that conversation of, okay, well, this is what we kind of think about. Hey, we're going to move Marcus back to Y and we're going to move Tyler to H. And I think at that time, everything kind of lined up the way it was supposed to. Like at that time, that that conversation was had. Me and you ended up be, becoming roommates where now it was like, I'm learning from you. And, you know, like you said, you know, there's things that, that you're learning from me too. Uh, and we held each other accountable in that small dorm room. Like it was like, you know, you was up first or I was up first. It was, hey, you know, we only got eight minutes. Let's go. We got to get on the move to the point where it's like, yo, we packing in my Mountaineer and we, we down the street with it, you know? So I think, you know, through that, um, like, obviously that taught me a lot. Um, just about, like you said, off the field type of stuff, stuff that would, didn't even pertain to football, um, you know, and then learning about somebody else's background who, who is a lot like you, but don't come from the exact same places. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, I wish you know, I could. I think at this time, back to the crib, like I said, like we had when we went to Akron. Um, I wish we would have had that opportunity, but I ain't had no whip. I don't know why I had no whip. But for whatever reason, like I said, it didn't happen. But no, I can agree, man. Like I said, we definitely had some some similarities, and we definitely had some funny times, some good times, man. Um, in that in that dorm, man. Um, going into now heading into your sophomore year, you stayed over the summer. Hey, hold on. I did stay that year. I want to tell the people that you had a snake at this time. <laughs> like this man had a snake. This man had a reptile staying in the room. Man, what is wrong? <laughs> I told this man. I don't feel comfortable closing my eyes with this snake in the room, man. Com yeah. Completely against the rules, too, man. Like they were. <laughs> I don't know how I pulled that off. I don't know how I got away with that, man. So that boy, you know you can't have a snake in here, right? I, I have no. And it was right by the door. It was right by, right the, by the door. <laughs> like, right by the door. Hey, man. Walk in the room and turn left. <laughs> right. It's right there. I love reptiles. I don't even know. I don't know. I just love <laughs> reptiles. And I got it. Again, I, everything I had that BG man came with me. I didn't have time to go back home to Detroit and drop stuff off. Like, we literally, man, shot right up the street, man, and came, and came to Tiffin, man. But, but no, man, yeah, that was, that was funny, man. I think that was when, um, that was, what was, that was seriously funny. Um, that had came Kevin out. Hart. Yeah, that had came out. Yep, yep. Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, man, we was wildin', bro. We had the perfect bus door. We had the room was right by the exit door, first door. We was where we were supposed to be. Right where we were supposed to be, bro. Yep. For sure. But then, you know, we then we get, you know, going into our sophomore, your sophomore year, my sophomore year on the field, um, we we get we get our uh, we get our facility. We get our facility and you know, things start to look different. We uh, we were Nike now. We lit. 
that changes everything. That changes everything, right? I mean, because now, now at seven fifteen when we chilling, right? It's it's ATY. You trying to go hit this ladder? What? Hey man, well you know I ain't never been no. <laughs> I ain't never been no. Hey, I ain't been scared. Right. Right. You know, so it's you know it's that time. It, it was the you know hey you trying to run a couple routes. Hey, you know like it ain't us going outside to do it. It's us being in the means of indoors and being able to get really good working. Like, you know, so, and being one of the only D2s in the country, you know, with that. So, right. Obviously, you know, that made it a lot different being at Tiffin. Big facts, man. And like I said, having us just only being there, we got access to it. Uh, we was right across the street. We only had one class. Um, that was what probably two nights a week or some mm-hmm. crazy like that. So we was literally, man, kicking it, chilling, working out, getting it in. Going to the indoor. Yep, going to the indoor, getting it in, man. Like I said, having the Nike get up definitely add fuel to the fire of going into our sophomore season, like ready to turn this thing around. We started getting new players. Uh we got B, Cersei coming to the mix, Adder coming to the mix. Um who else we get? We got Damo White that year, James Hall that year. Team starting Damo to, definitely came. Hey, 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 that boy was a bowling ball. Yeah, man. <laughs> that boy Damo was a bowling ball, for yep. sure. Yep, he definitely was, man. But yeah, you know, like you like you said though, you know, the team starting to to turn now. Like, um, I think I think once we had got those JUCO players and actually cause I remember like I remember the first time talking with Edder and Brandon and them, and it was like, oh yeah, he's yeah, they crazy. This <laughs> JUCO lifestyle, something totally, you know, like just that JUCO mindset, that JUCO right. mentality is something different because hey, he a five star, he a five star, he a five star, he ain't got grades, he got rough situation, he ain't, you know what I'm saying? And it's like everybody's getting it for themselves out there. So, you know, they bring that same mentality to the campus of where they go until they, you know, get reacclimated or some of them keep that mentality. And it's, you know, that's just who they are. So um I think that was what we needed at that time though. Um no yeah we for sure you know we, we was, for sure needed that. We was coming we was coming out of a season where hey this ain't it. They was that it's, coming off of the season like that's some programs like they about to cut the football but like we're not about to have a football team. That's kind of what it looked like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What uh, what can you recall or what do you remember about about the sophomore season? Like, if you can, like, one one thing that stands out to you about that year on the football field. Oh, man. I probably, I probably had to say my first touchdown, man. Do that thing. My first touchdown, for sure. Yeah, man. Um, and, and, and that was throwing. Right. That's so, what, uh, actually playing that. wide receiver, you know what I'm saying? Do that thing. Actually playing wide receiver, but being able to say, like, yo, I got a, I got a throwing touchdown. Like, you know, so being – I guess being being able to be useful in, in different capacities, like, I, I always like that. I like being able to line up at – you know, like, there were certain times we had packages where we was lining up at running back. Oh, I like this. I like this right here. I'm disguised. They can't I've been see on the receiving. I've been on the receiving end. Been on the receiving end of a couple. 
of a couple of trick plays. Actually, two. I think one. No, one. One was a touchdown. Our, my, our junior, see, they, they, no, they, they didn't call that one touchdown. Back. They didn't call that one back. That was in, uh, we was in South Dakota. Did we play? No, no we played play South, South Dakota. We played yeah, South, play South, South Dakota. Okay, we, okay, okay. It was okay. like in Drake. It was at Drake University. Drake. Yeah, 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 like Drake. Drake. yeah. But no, they, they didn't call that one back, though, but that one was a touchdown. No, they might have both been. Wait, hold on. They yeah, they might have both been touchdowns for real, bro. And the the first they might have called that one back though. No, 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 no. The first game of the season was um we played out in Illinois, right? We played that team out in Illinois. You threw that one. That was a touchdown. Hey, that game was hot. Yeah, Shit. hot as hell. <laughs> That one was a touchdown. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go back and look, man, because I think the, I think the South Dakota one. Okay. Threw, they threw. No, the that sound right. They threw the flag, and we thought it was. We thought it was like, oh man, not again. But no, we were straight. It was, good. It was pass interference. That sound right. It was pass interference. So yeah, we two for two on this day, baby. <laughs> we two for two, Brody. <laughs> Hey, though, but I ain't even like, realized that, bro, until now, man. That's crazy. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Actually, being able to, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like, hey, this is my brother. Like, this is somebody that's crazy. who I've been, <laughs> I've been modeling after since I since I stepped foot on campus. Like, One of the dopest hands ever, like, even though we couldn't get it right sometimes. <laughs> we got it right. Hey, we got it right all right senior year. Right. So we ain't missing handshake, dog. We ain't miss a handshake senior year. Oh man, <laughs> that's crazy. I still got, I still got screenshots of that, uh, that touchdown after for Wayne State senior year. Mm-hmm. You scored. I ran up to you. You tried to do the handshake with me. No, I don't <laughs> want to do the handshake right now. We in Detroit. <laughs> I don't want to do the handshake right now. I want to jump on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! That shit was dope. Uh, that shit was dope as hell. But man, um, yeah, yeah, like, you, say, know. you said throwing your first touchdown. Yeah, man, for sure. That was to I think that was the Paco, wasn't it? Paco. Yep, yep. Shout out Paco. Shout out Paco. I think I threw. I think I might have threw two to Paco too. He had to work. I remember the one he had to work for. I threw that joint out there. I had about four people in my face. Hey, go get it. He went and got it. Man. So do you remember – this is the game I'm talking about, too. Northwood – this might have been sophomore year. At Tiffin, we get a rain delay for, like, an hour and a half, bro. Man, I two did, hours. I did some bullshit, man, on kickoff return, dog. Oh, my. Yeah, I remember. I let the ball – what? I, 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 I let it bounce and roll out at like the damn five or something. It was okay. it was I weird. Like that. they kicked it and um like I went up to catch it, but then like it looked like I was like it was playing tricks on me. Right, yeah, and then dudes was in my face, or whatever, man. That that was like that joint no, it was right. It hit it right was, in bounds. It was punt. I don't know, it was something. It was a return for sure. Like I got bad luck with returns. Like I don't know, it was weird. It was we had we had some good returns or that Texas return, hey, with with the right four people back there, yep. it was a bad joker. 
That was a bad joker. I think you had you you got you one. I think Tony Shea had the most tutties, but that's because I, I never got one. the best spot. I never got one. You ain't ever score on kickoff. Nope. Okay. I'm sorry. I Tony, got Tony Shea got close in Grand Valley. Yeah, I got close in Grand yeah, Valley and Ferris. In Grand Valley and Ferris, I got close. That's because you was deep middle. I took you like deep to, middle. That's from yeah. I took like to the fifty. I took like to the fifty. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I couldn't get the the left and right ones with. Yeah, so, yeah, you should have been on the slide. Willis. Willis took one to the crib. Hey, Man. that was a bad return team back there. Me, you, Willis, and Tony Shed. Shed, yeah, and they got interchangeable. That was a bad return team. Yeah, man, we was dope. We was dope. Um, and then like so our junior year, you know, we start to get better, and then our senior year was probably the best season that Tiffin has ever had and probably them there were 15, 20 years or something crazy like that. Um, although we didn't quite get to 500 or over 500, we were still like that one season away, which they did next season. They end up, you know, turning it up and, you know, being something special, but we was just one season away, man. One season. Well, away. And, and, and keeps, and then saying one season away, like, why do you, you know what I'm saying? Why do you think that was? Why do you think they was one season away? Man, a lot, bro. I don't know. Oh. It, it, it was a lot. But had we not, I'm saying, had we not been there and right. no, yeah, been a part, course, part of. Uh, big facts, man. Like I said, if we wasn't, had we not, because like I said, we came in at a crazy, it was coach, every coach golf first year. We went with three, four receiver coaches, three, four offensive linemen, defensive coordinators, like, so man, we the groundwork, dog, foundation, man. Like I said, something needs to like, it needs to be an anniversary, something, bro, needs to happen, man, to where like we need to be that needs to be put into perspective. Cause again, look at right, they done got moved out into another conference. Imagine if we was in the whole man, come on now. We'd have, we, we would have at least two. I would say at least one. We haven't at least one. <laughs> we at, would have a ring. Things too. That is crazy. But no, it's it's all love. Once look, I got the TU stickers all on my laptop and all of that stuff, man. It's all love. You know, we dragging yeah, all over here. Yeah, definitely happy, you know, right, definitely happy for the university, all that, man. But it's just like, man, come don't forget, bro. <laughs> for sure. Don't hey, forget. I still be getting stuff. I still get stuff in the mail now. I'm like, man. Right. Crazy, man. Crazy, y'all. But yeah, like, now. Right, right. <laughs> so that, like I said, for that senior year, um, you know, knowing that, you know, that that's that football is coming to the end for you, like you start to get plagued by injuries and things like that. You wasn't even able to suit up on senior day. Like that was just, like I said, man, for it to, for it to end that way, me looking at it on the outside end, now that we've talked and I kind of got a real in-depth um analysis or information about your background and you coming up i mean it's kind of bittersweet looking at it like i said you've been through and fought through so much stuff and it's kind of like damn you were wanted to been out there but like was this the way it was supposed to been written uh, um i think you said was this the way it was supposed to be written um like there's so many things that run through my mind i'm just even about those you know that last year and a half um Going in the spring ball my senior year, um, obviously having that surgery. Remember, I had that surgery on my foot. 
Um, so I sat out spring ball, um, got my body back acclimated, got ready to play, um, and was, you know, really ecstatic about the senior season. Um, and then like, I never, I never was one who really got hurt. Um, so, you know, to have two surgeries within that same year, my foot and then breaking my, my radius, you know, at Grand Valley, um, you know, obviously that was surreal. Um, and it wasn't until... I got to the hospital at Grand Valley where I really kind of, it really resonated like, yo, you're done putting that equipment on. Like you're done lacing those shoes up. Um, and I really never wanted to tell myself that, right? Um, even as an athlete, like that's something you have to come to terms with. But um, as an athlete, you, you might not be ready to have that conversation with yourself for real. Um, so I remember, I remember taking a picture of my, um, of my uniform because I had took it off obviously because you know my, my arm was broken I took a picture of it and I knew that that picture would be influential um you know to me at some point but I remember posting it I remember posting it um and just saying you know like how you never know when a chapter is gonna close um you know you've always heard coaches tell you play each play like it should last and it sounds so cliche and so many people could take it for granted but um to actually have it happen to you like it was like you know this is what this is what they talk about all the time um so fast forward into um and this is going this is what's going to sound surreal to you um so fast forward into that senior day game um my mom coming down me having surgery we played saturday afternoon i had surgery friday friday evening or friday during the day um Obadiah ended up coming down and um, obviously you know how close me and Obadiah was because he was one of the first persons I had kind of jailed with when I first got there as a freshman um, so Obadiah came down and then um, you know obviously that made me feel a, a certain way and then uh, fast forward into you know seeing like you and you know the guys that I've been here with um, kind of just come show me a little bit of love and respect before the game um, like that like that meant a lot to me, you know what I'm saying? I remember, I really remember me and you having a conversation where everybody had walked away and I remember you tapped me twice on my head and just being like, I got you, bro. Um, and I remember taking that long walk up into the, um, I took that long walk up into um, the press box and I remember watching Charles go crazy. And it was like, this was supposed to happen. Like I, I was supposed to be sitting up here in this press box. There was supposed to be another spot open on the field. Like that was, I felt like that was his breakout game. And it was like, I watched him rush or, you know, <clears throat> catch and run for like over 150 yards that game. It was like, yo, this guy is going to be something like, you know, he's only a freshman, but it's like, yo, he about to tear the field up for the next four years. So, um, Obviously, kind of being in that path because at that time, Coach Goff was obviously me and Rank was kind of splitting time at that time. He was trying to get him ready, um, you know, whatever the case may be. But um, knowing, like, actually being able to tell myself, like, you caught up in your own, you caught up in your own shit too much. Like, you got to get off of your picture and look at the bigger picture. There's a bigger picture. Um, so I think that was, you know, that was – that was it for me. Like, I always try to tell myself, like, you got to find something that resonates with you. You got to find something to take out of the situation. Um, and I think that was it. You know, it was, 
um, whether you come back to this game or not, you can be influential in what you do knowledge wise or, you know, coaching, playing, whatever you, whatever you decide to do. That's dope, man. And I'm trying to think like when I was playing arena ball, cause that was, that would, that happened to me. I was playing in the game. We was in Seattle and we it was right before the playoffs. And I was coming off a three game. Like I played just three games straight because the receiving core was like tight. I was kind of like a reserve or whatever. So I was misled when they brought me out there. It was what it was. I was out there with my boy Cobb or whatever. We had a chance to win a ring. Cool, whatever. And then we won a championship. And um, like I was just sitting there, you know, we popping the bottles or whatever. And I'm just sitting there in the locker room and I'm like, man, like I ain't even, I ain't even play in the last game championship i'm all dressed up and got the ring but i contributed and i was you know an asset to the team so i felt you know deserving of the ring for sure but it was just like i didn't i really didn't picture that being the way that that like that i would my football career because like i had a chance to go back and play but that wasn't the goal for me like the goal wasn't to be arena football and play that because once I saw the writing on the wall that me getting to the CFL or the NFL wasn't attainable no more, it was like, I mean, that wasn't the goal. So right. I, I was cool in that ease with with just walking away because, like you said, we touched on it earlier. We had, I had so many people writing me off to where, like, they didn't even think I would get a D1 scholarship or that I would be able to, you right. know, be – all glee and have a chance to break records and all of this stuff. And so it was like, all right, I'm at ease and I'm cool with walking away from the game and knowing that that was it and knowing that I got the tools and the knowledge and resources to be influential as a coach or a trainer and to come back and pay it forward, man, because this is something that without football, I don't know where I would be. Uh-huh. And I think, you know, and I think sometimes it, it, it becomes cliche and it's, and it's almost like some people take it for granted. And um, until, it, until it happened, man. And if you don't feel nothing from it, then, I mean, I don't, you just, you just don't feel nothing and you, you, you're a robot. Right. Or I don't know. But, nah, man, until but, it happened, you know, it's, it's crazy because, um, you know, I taught one of the high school kids this the other day, um, you know, and, and like I always tell them stuff like, yo, it takes you, it literally takes you less time to ruin your life than it does to graduate. You can ruin your life in 10 seconds and it takes you two years to graduate. That is a gem. I don't, I don't know who needs to hear it, but that is a factual gem. So, um, especially now, like with a lot of the stuff that's going on in Akron, um, like not just Akron everywhere, you know, a lot of these, these young, the young homies is toting guns and, and shooting and, you know, it is what it is like, but, um, you know, that's things that they kind of oversee, um, you know, they don't, they don't really understand about, they don't really understand about, um, you know, ruining, ruining your life or, um, being around somewhere that, you know, you don't know the outcome. Um, you gotta watch your surroundings. So, um, like being able to be devoted and, um, you know, kind of be an insight to the kids now. Um, like I, I take pride in that, obviously. Um, yes, sir, yes. I obviously want to help them propel and, and get to a, to a, 
place where they feel comfortable or, or they are successful in, in what they're doing too. So, um, you know, and it's like, hey, we, we 27, 26, 28-year-old men. So it's like I'm only eight, nine, ten years from where you at. Like I need you to really know that. Like I ain't – I'm not a 40-year-old man. I can't, like, I can't you really will think. be me. I can't yeah, really You think. will be me in a couple years. So, um, like, that's the – that's the gem of it. And I, uh, man, I was out playing flag with a couple of the young homies the other day. And I just remember, uh, ripping off in on one of them, but I think it was Aaron, uh, Adrian Amos came out with that, that, that quote. He was like, yo, I don't care if we playing two on two basketball. I don't care if we playing spades. I don't care what it is. I need you to know that if we lose and you say, Hey, it was just a game. I can't play with you no more because your mentality is different. And a lot of people was like, it's just, it is just a game. No, that is a mentality thing. You have no competitiveness, competitive bone in your body to say, you won't beat me. It's not going to happen. So um, I was with one of my kids that I coached the other day and I was, I was tearing him a new one just because, Hey, you know, the next man, he's not going to give you anything, and he's not going to have a handout for you. So you really got to go and take or right. go strong on what it is that you want in life. And, like, I be trying to tell him, this game of football is just a stepping stone. This is a, a teaching tool. And that's like, why with me being a trainer, yeah, with me being a trainer and I'm able to, you know, come together and put up different workouts or whatever, he, uh, the head coach gives me full reins to – you know, work them out and put them through water drills and I'm coaching receivers and special teams and I'm damn near the strength coach or whatever. But that's why um, every Friday or whatever, like once we get our practice schedule, whatever the last day of the week is, we are going to have competitive one-on-one drills. We did it last Thursday. I had them tug of war with the tire, pairing them up, tug of war with the tire and just putting them through different little drills to be like, man, look, you got to compete, man. You got to compete right. when it all boils down to it. And ain't it even all football related. It was something as small as both of y'all just laying flat on your stomach. I'm putting the football right in front of your face. First one to grab the football. Period. Like, get after it. But um, we're going to wrap it up here, man, in just a second. But just to speak on it a little bit, you said you are coaching. Um, and I know you graduated. Your bachelor's was in criminal justice, right? Okay. Backwards. My bachelor's is in business, and then I got my master's in, in criminal justice. Okay, bachelor's business, master's criminal justice. So my man, he times two out here. He times two out here. You know what it is. Um, and then, um, I know, like I said, we was talking. You know, just probably last year, I think this happened. You refereeing basketball as well. Yep. Yep. Refereeing basketball, umpiring baseball. Oh, we umpiring baseball. I out here getting to it. I like it. I like it. And then um, balls and strikes, man. Calling yeah. balls and strikes. And then, uh, and then you coaching football. Uh, where you coaching? Uh, one more time. I'm back at Bookto. Um, okay, back I've at the alma mater. I, I said I'm back at the school that I played for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know why our connection started acting funny again right now. But uh, 
Yeah, so yeah, I'm back at Boku. Um, I've been there. I um, I was on the offensive staff last year. This year, I've gone fully to the defensive staff of the ball, um, where I'm working with the defensive backs this year. So, um, something a little different for me, but um, obviously, teach them, then I'm going seeing. against them for so long. Yeah, right. going against them for so long, you know, you, you obviously you know you know how to teach the, the opposite. So, um, I'm just looking forward to it. We got a lot of hungry guys. We got a lot of athletes. So. Just looking for look looking forward to the opportunity of you know getting out there teaching them and interacting with them and uh, helping them grow into uh, not only yet. Yes, sir, and I'm definitely looking forward to our season two as well, man. You know, praying that we do have a season. Fingers crossed. Um, but you know, right. want to be it's going to be fun, man, to be able to because I coached at my alma mater in 2015. Um, before I had left to go play arena football, and then we lost in the first round of the playoffs. So now, last year, I coached um, Pee Wee third grade. I coached the third grade football team. And then with that head coach, we are now coaching high school, back in high school. So I'm looking forward to definitely being around, you know, the in the intense intensity of part of football. You know, the third grade was cool. You know, you out there with the kids or whatever, but – I'm ready to get – I, I got to get after it, man. I got to be around the boys and um, and get after it, man, with the with the high school cats. But um, dope, man. I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how, how your team do and, you know, what – um have you thought about any – like, because you got your hands in a lot of different things with refereeing and um, coaching. Have you thought about either, you know, doing all three of them long-term or – um trying to, you know, take it to a higher level as far as refereeing or coaching? Um, it's funny because, uh, it, like like you said, in all, um, I kind of get insight. But I got, like, some older referees that kind of, you know, take me under their wing and kind of mentor me. So their standpoint is, like, you should like you should continue to keep going. Like, you're young enough or you can be on a college level. You can be professional with it. Um, so, you know, that's something I've, and it's good money. So obviously that's something that I, I've always, you know, kind of tucked in the back of my, my pocket, but at the same time, man, you know, coaching has always been an aspiration of mine. Um, I could definitely see myself attempting to become a head coach somewhere. Um, obviously it would be a, a dream come true, but, uh, just to be in that capacity and, um, be able to bring people that I know, um, around to athletes. I think would be super dope because um, obviously I know a, a lot of people who know a lot of things about um, the game of football and just, you know, playing with them and interacting with them. So I think that would be dope. And, um, you know, I think that would give me the opportunity to kind of like turn, turn some things around. Uh, but obviously it's a challenge. It would be a challenge and uh, it'd be something that, you know, obviously would be presented in, in, in the future, but. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, we about to get right into it. Everything is definitely real in the field, and we're going to end it off. Nine questions with Jet Nine. Nine simple, simple. questions with Jet Nine. We. You on an island, and you got five artists to listen to. Who are you listening to? Five artists to listen to. Um, I definitely got to have my nip in there. 
I gotta have my Wayne. Uh, I'm gonna go Jay Z. Uh, it ain't gotta just be rappers. My man Michael in there. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's why I said I gotta throw my man Michael Jackson in there. I gotta, I gotta have some Mike with me. Okay. Um. Uh. If I will go shout out, man. We, me and you were just talking about this the other day, man. I'm gonna throw my man Ross in there. Man, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I ain't even. I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna throw my man Ross in there for you. Like, I'm not even disappointed about like you picking Ross for that argument, like about what we was talking about. I'm disappointed because I you left out a guy that we got and that we vibe with, J Cole. Man, I thought you was gonna. Throw I, 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 I definitely left my dude. Man, I, hey, it's funny. Is he gonna be six man? He coming off the bench. No, I give I you, I give you I six I got. I might have to put Ross on the bench. It's funny because I'm think I'm sitting over here thinking. I'm sitting over here thinking like, who else? But yeah, no. I gotta throw my man Cole in there, man. Cause uh, even like before this new, even before his new stuff came out, like I was just on a cold tear. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know why his name ain't popping my mind. Type and, stuff. Yeah, that's bro. so. Yeah, let's let's put Ross on the bench, man. That's, yeah, it's cool. I, 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 I give you a six, man. I give I give you a six, man. That's cool. Um. Here we go. All right, here we go. Favorite movie. Ooh, favorite movie. That's a tough one, nine. I uh, I'm a big I'm a big movie guy. Like I like all types of movies. Um. All time favorite movie though. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's movie night, and you like, man, I'm about to I'm about to put this on. I want to watch this. Ooh, come back to me on that one, nine. Come back to me. Come back to me on favorite that one. Favorite TV show. Uh favorite TV show. And it's not my favorite, but it's probably one I probably watch the most. It's probably The Office. Just on some <laughs> I be chilling type stuff. All good, all good. Uh favorite cereal. Uh probably gotta go. Ooh, see, man, I'm I'm different, man. I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a, I'm a Frosted Flakes type of guy, man. Or <laughs> hey, Frosted or maybe some Apple Jacks. Frosted Flakes in my yeah. top five for sure. I'm a Frosted Flakes type of guy. Okay, uh, flats or drums? Come on, man. You already know this. All flatty, man. <laughs> Get that drum out of here, man. Nobody want that drum. All flats, please. And I don't like places who say that we can't do that, sir. Y'all need to change y'all music. All flash me. Hey man, I'm gonna have to do a podcast. I'm gonna have to do a podcast about that question because people that we did they get real defensive about that. And you talking, talking. you talking spicy that, over here, bro. Get that drum out of here, man. <laughs> oh man. Um do you got your favorite movie? Uh favorite movie. I, I gotta go probably all time. All time, um, and that's just from me being a child. Probably Little Rascals. Little Rascals. Okay, it's one of my, it's one of my all time favorite movies. Classic. I got the kiddos on that. You know, um, most recent book you read, or the best advice that you received lately. 
Um, I could probably do both. Um, I've been really getting into that. Uh, what is it? The uh, poor thing. Rich dad, poor dad. That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I've been getting into that here lately. Um, where I just kind of been taking this slow, reading it, you know, little by little, a little bit like uh before I lay down, you know, go to bed at night. Um I I've been really picking up on little things, little gems in that book. And then um most influential things somebody's told me recently. Um it's probably sound cliche, but probably definitely keep going. You where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, simple, simple. Uh, favorite thing to cook? Oh, I'm a French fry guy, man. Pop some French <laughs> fries in there. I'm a potato guy, man. Throw some French Sorry, fries down in there, man. Yep. yep, easy. Um, you can have four people at a dinner. Anybody in the world to have a conversation with? Ooh, or four people? Um. Let's go. Um, I probably have probably have Jay Z there. I think uh, just politically talking talking to him, like mind wise, it'd be something different. That's that's been a common. It's probably been like two episodes where nobody hasn't said Jay Z, but outside of that, everybody hove on. Everybody been yeah. Probably be definitely hove. I'll probably have to say somebody like a uh, a Nick Saban or a mm. like a uh, a Jim Trussell would be cool. Um, somebody like on on that on that grand that grand scale of coaching. Okay. Um, I would probably have to say someone. Uh, Youth led the like the youth led wise like I would be wanting to talk to somebody like who's actively like in the public. Um, so for that, I would probably say it would have to be somebody who's influential, who's done things like nonprofits. Um, and I would only say that because um, like in my coming into the age, my older ages, uh, like I know things are turning and obviously you know it's it's all about the youth for real for real because they're next up so i would want to find ways of how to um really connect with them i think that like that'd be dope and then lastly um i gotta give me a female in there um let's go with a strong let's go with a let's go with a strong black michelle obama she's she's got a lot of uh influential power and i'm pretty sure there's messages that that you can pick up from her um you know because she you know she's somebody who's she's somebody who's been there throughout the whole tenure and kind of you know through barack obama coming up like that was his backbone so i think like that would she would probably have useful information that i could use too oh man so you said jay-z nick saban michelle obama and who was the Nonprofit, you said, or just you said, like anybody, in uh, yeah, yeah, somebody in, in that type of capacity. Okay, okay, I'm feeling it. It would definitely be a business lunch in. Yeah, you know what it is. 
Last question for my brother. Last question. What's one thing you want people to know about you? Though. Where he at? Where he at? Technical difficulties. There you go. at me. Last question. I'm back, man. It's all good. Last question for my brother. Uh, what's one thing you want people to know about you? One thing I want people to know about me. Um, I'm dedicated. Um, I think that, you know, things that I put my mind to, obviously I try to fulfill and go do and get make sure they get done. Um, but um, I am connected. I would say that too. Like, um, I'm not far-fetched where it's like, you know, you can come to me with, with any situation. Like I'm, I'm that type of person who tries to make things better or diffuse situations as opposed to um, making them worse. So um, for me, I would say that, you know, just to continue to keep going, like knowing that things could always be worse. There's somebody somewhere that things are going worse and, um, like you just gotta continue to to get up and put your pants leg your, your pants on one leg at a time. Yes, you know? sir. Because that's sir. that's life. That's life. Sir, and I can attest to that, man. Definitely somebody my brother, that's dedicated. Though, I, you know it. Like I said, definitely somebody that's dedicated. Definitely somebody that's connected, man. We always, you know, reaching out and talking to one another, man. And um, whenever we do talk, it's like we we just talked yesterday. So the love is definitely still there. Um, I definitely learned a lot from this man, man. I do appreciate you, my brother, again, stepping in the stepping in the field with your boy. You know what it is. My brother, T.Y. Hey, you the guy, man. You the guy. Keep going, <laughs> yes, bro. Sir, you already know what it is. I appreciate you, my brother. Again, send my love to the fam. Tell him I said what's Got up. It. And um, yeah, man. Hopefully, same likewise. Yes, sir, man. Hopefully, we can link up here soon, man. We might see y'all in the playoffs or something. You know. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's make it happen. Let's link soon, brother. What division y'all in? Nah, uh, division three, region D- nine. Yeah, we D three. Dude, we might see each other. Look at y'all. Look at Hey, no, but it's nuts though, bro. We coming, we coming to play some school in Akron, Archbishop something, like week oh, six. Man. Yeah, like week like week seven or something, bro. <laughs> gotta gotta yay. Hey. Hey. Hey, yeah, I know it's I tough. Say this. It's a tough one. That is a that is a D one school, okay? Yeah, we, we that is a D, that's a that's a I'm pull off Open is a D one college. <laughs> College. Oh yeah, I'm definitely hitting you up off mic then. I need I need some tips, bro. I need some schemes <laughs> or something, dog. What's up? We gotta get prepared, baby. We gotta pull this upset. But that'd be crazy if we meet y'all, bro. Sure, you know, that'd man. Be tap in. That'd be tap, tap in, man. Uh, yo, you got it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, good conversation with my brother. T.Y. Jones. Appreciate Again, man. All love. All love, baby. Give my best to the fam. And uh, we'll be chopping it up soon, Brody. All right, buddy. Love you, bro. Yes, sir. Love you too, bro. Yes, sir.